House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Uh, Marie Kondo is a pretty controversial tidying up character. Um, do you guys remember Marie Kondo, of course, from... Um... <laughs> How could we forget? <laughs> yes, I have not forgotten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the, the internet storm of January. Yeah, of the, the, the first of the year, Netflix um, launched her new series, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. She has this whole method called the KonMari method. It's about finding joy in everyday objects and keeping the things around you that spark joy and getting rid of the things that do not spark joy. Uh, she has a very specific way of folding items. Um, it's this like tri-fold situation. And I've actually tried it with my clothes. Um, and I still fold my t-shirts using her tri-fold method. I still really? use uh, the method for my uh, undergarments. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I. It, 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 you can fold them down to the size of like a, you know, a couple inches and then you can just fit a bunch of stuff in there. It's great. Right. And, then, and it also. Do you need to though? I mean, it, well, no, I do. It, yeah. I have a also, lot of t-shirts. Yeah. And it helps with visibility so that things don't get shoved to the bottom of your drawer or pile where mm-hmm. you never can see them again. Okay. Exactly. So. Her me- her method of folding is considered revolutionary. I read a bunch of different articles about it when it came out, exactly how to fold like Marie Kondo. And there's actually a woman named Lisa Cooper Smith who is now claiming that she did this type of folding way before Marie Kondo, um, and she wants her due. Can you patent a fold? Um pretty sure you can't patent a fold because uh, <laughs> it's just a way of like a method you know, moving things with your hands what do does she want though like is she yeah, suing she, or does she want, does she want it renamed the so, super smith method yeah so tmz caught up with her uh yesterday and this woman lisa is called the beverly hills organizer quote unquote i guess she's worked oh with yeah she's worked with jennifer lopez chloe kardashian allegedly Um, She's done stuff on this on TV um, in the 90s, and uh, she even had a book called The Beverly Hills Organizer's Home Organizing Bible, in which she um, chronicled this folding technique. And so she doesn't, she's not suing Marie Kondo. She doesn't like want to, you know, tarnish Marie's name, but she just, (laughs) she she just wants. She totally (laughs) She, She failed on that account. My intention is to let everyone finally know because I've been silently screaming inside. What do you want from her? Like, do you want an apology or do you want... No, no. I just think that there's room for everybody. But if someone else is doing something, don't say it's yours. You know what I mean? There's enough out, There's enough ideas out there. And I don't think Marie Kondo is claiming... <laughs> she invented this? Does, does Marie Kondo claim... She, I mean, yeah, the just... KonMari method is... is it's not method. just the folding. I don't so the, think no, Marie definitely did not claim that she invented the trifold. If anything Marie is saying I invented the KonMari method which encapsulates a bunch of different things. It's about mm-hmm. the sparking joy thing. It's a way of decluttering your home. I mean, there's a whole other part of it besides just this folding. And so I think while I would be pissed if I were Linda Cooper Smith too, because it's like this woman gets a Netflix show. She's like the talk of everywhere. She's kind of this like larger than life character. Um, well, 
she should. I mean, yes, that's her fault. She should have. uh... This one is beyond me. I I don't know about this woman, Linda. And there's nothing to say that there wasn't somebody who preceded Lisa, Linda, Cooper Smith, and also knew how to fold things three ways. I, I don't think Linda invented how to organize a home. Exactly. So her, I would love to know what Maria Kondo has to say about this. I she know. would probably she would probably just bless this woman. Yeah, she I mean, would. just just get down on her knees like she did in these houses and and just say thank you. Yeah. Good luck to you. Good luck yeah. to you. Bless. <laughs> no, yeah. I think Marie Kondo is like the least controversial person. So yeah, she. she, she just... I think she'll she'll rise above. Yeah. This is a uniquely American issue. I feel like. <laughs> the need for publicity. Just it's this is so first world I can't even take it. Yeah, it's 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 very thirsty. It's very sad. Uh, Well, speaking of thirsty, uh, Khloe Kardashian's refrigerator um, (laughs) is really neat. (laughs) So speaking of tidying up and thirsty. (laughs) So um, wait, speaking of thirsty, let's talk about beverages which are organized very neatly in Khloe Kardashian's refrigerator. Right? Are we saying Khloe is thirsty? I don't. I'm missing the point here. If she is thirsty, she won't have any trouble finding a beverage in her extremely well-organized fridge. Us Weekly came out with a story earlier this week um, saying that Khloe Kardashian's refrigerator is extremely organized in the wake of her split with Tristan Thompson. Um, I think it was probably extremely organized before, right? She's kind of known for being or um, what she calls close CD. Hi everybody, I am about to do a new close CD. I've had some requests to do on my refrigerator. Come on and join me. So I don't think this was like a, a breakup, you know, reinvent your life kind mm-hmm. of thing, but um, the pictures do, they are impressive. Yeah, she worked with a, a team that we've profiled, uh, I think last November called the Home Edit, and they work with celebrities. They have offices in, in LA and Nashville, and they help, they come into stars' homes, celebrities' homes, and maybe even your home if you have enough money um, to help you organize. And what they've done, it's quite striking in the picture uh, that Chloe posted on, I believe it was Instagram, uh, where it shows her fridge and everything is organized by color, mm-hmm. kind of by size. It creates kind of a, a striking look. Mm-hmm. She has all these different like compartments and right. Every everything is is put away in a container. Yeah, it's it's a it's a gorgeous looking fridge. Do you, either of you think that you would like to have your fridge look like this? I mean, sure. You would like? Would you keep it up? No. <laughs> okay. No, Natalie? I want. If I'm gonna have my fridge like this, I need someone to <laughs> to, to maintain it. A fridge maintenance manager. It's though. it's made for Instagram. I mean, mm-hmm. the the look of the fridge is like. I mean, it's like perfect for Instagram showing off. Do you, okay, I have a question. Do you think she actually keeps it like this, or just organized it? Well, I don't know that she keeps anything in her life. I mean, I'm sure she has people. She even has a candy drawer that's filled with Hershey's Kisses, Skittles, M&M's, and more. Did, how she's does not your, eating that stuff. Come no, on. Well, I mean, or she's going to eat it, and then it'll be that, uh, you know, in two weeks it'll be on Us Weekly. Chloe has to go on a crash diet, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> like it, it never ends. It's like, oh, I, I gorged on too many Skittles, and now I need to go on a crash diet. Here's my new sponsor, Slim Trim. <laughs> You've got it all figured out. I will say I I am inspired by this to maybe pick up some containers because that's what I find lacking in my refrigerator is... um, Places to put things? Yeah, because everything kind of ends up 
getting piled on top of each other. Right. And so I would like a, you know, a container for my cheeses. I have a lot of cheese. I mean, and I think it also, it it kind of dovetails with what we talked about with the KonMari method is that in your fridge, if you just keep shoving stuff into it, eventually you'll have stuff at the bottom or in the back that's going to go bad. Yeah. I have definitely found stuff that I've forgotten about right. that I didn't know was there. So, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that you would want to take that out of out of Chloe's mm. spawn compost. The one thing that you would pull out would be that maybe you should buy some of these little plastic bins to kind of keep your stuff organized. Maybe okay. it will go out if I buy some containers and take a cue from Chloe. Yeah. Clue from Chloe. Take a, a clue. clue from Chloe. Cue, clue from Chloe. A cue or a clue, Chloe. either way. Well, the Kardashians are a popular topic, but around Realtor.com, they are not as popular as the folks on HGTV, namely the Property Brothers and Chip and Joanna Gaines. We see them all the time. All the time. And it's actually been a while since we've talked about Chip and Joe. Um <laughs> By a while, you mean like two weeks. Rachel, <laughs> I know you're happy. So recently, um, Porch.com did a survey, and they asked people which home um, improvement guru would you want to make over your house? So Porch surveyed how many people? About a 1,000. And out of these two, who did they find people were most wanting to work with? Well, out of these two, um, Chip and Joe took the number one spot for sure. Um, okay. Drew and Jonathan Scott, the Property Brothers, came in second. Um, All right. But by gender, they they also broke it down by gender. Mm-hmm. And women chose Chip and Joe, but men chose Drew and Jonathan Scott. Hmm. Okay. Which the is Brothers. not surprising. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know anecdotally I've had more guys ask me about the Property Brothers. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I think if I had to pick, I'd pick Chip and Joanna just because I know their style. What I'm most interested in, Natalie, is that... The rest of the people on this yeah, list. Yeah, so they they went to a top 10. It wasn't just a duel between Chip and Joe and... It was like write-in candidates, The Property like. Brothers, yeah. Okay, we've got uh, Oprah Winfrey is number five on the all... Yeah, okay, Oprah Winfrey is number five. Marie Kondo, back again, number yeah. six. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is at number seven. Are we Noted sure this is interior a- designer Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, is this not a list of 2020 presidential hopefuls? <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres is number eight. Oh my god. Kylie Jenner is number nine, oh. and Bobby Burke from Queer Eye is number ten. Huh. I um, and on the men's list, I just oh, want to point out that they have George Clooney, Dave Chappelle, and Gordon Ramsay. What? <laughs> Because what in the what in because. the world? Who did they survey? I think it's interesting that Ellen is on this list. Uh, obviously, talk show host comedian Ellen DeGeneres. She is a property, uh, yes, collector Gur- maven. Guru. Yeah, she's a, a home ownership guru. She's bought and sold so many homes. Yeah, in Southern she's California. kind of a mogul. And yeah. she and she did do a book. Um, I believe it was with Portia about the home that they owned in Santa Monica. It was like a coffee table mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. It was called like Home I can't, or some, you know, something really basic. But it, it was like a well-produced book with like beautiful pictures of their home in Santa Barbara. So, yes, Ellen DeGeneres I could see. But, mm-hmm. but Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey are kind of our outliers here. Yeah. And then George Clooney. Dave Chappelle. And Gordon Ramsay. And Gordon Ramsay. There's like, even... Scarlett Johansson, Ariana Grande, and Selena Gomez even made 
some of these lists. It says that people say it's less for their design savvy and more the fact that they just want to meet them. Oh, well, that... <laughs> so, like, so, oh, my God. It's not that I want Dwayne The Rock Johnson to come over to my house and, <laughs> and design my home. I just want to say, hey, man. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up, dude? So clearly, these let's, people let's, miss the point of the survey. Okay. Let, let's pose for an Instagram pic. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what the I heck? should have been exempt. What do you think Dwayne The Rock Johnson's design aesthetic is like? Um, I would guess minimalist. <sighs> really? Okay. Why? I would. I, he's I like would, a Scandinavian I, minimalism. Too I, busy, like, out saving I, the world. Well, I mean, he's always filming. The guy is always, like, on set filming something. He, I mm. mean, and, and he chronicles, you know, on his Instagram. He, he's always going I love somewhere. Him. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys, I'm sorry to say Please. that McMansion in Miami, and it's pretty mediterranean tuscan is it tuscan it's, it's, a, little, it's a little tuscan send what? it send it i want to see it's a little tuscan a little tuscan huh? hold on i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put this in slack that bathroom is ornate but this could be when he bought the house yeah. this could be listing photos from i mean he may not have hewed to the same aesthetic I mean, let's let's hope different. that he gave it an overhaul. Though it is hard to overhaul a Tuscan house, we we, mm-hmm. we do know. Yeah. This is oh, but uh, this Ugh. might have been from. It's not just a touch. Tuscan. This could be when he was married to the his wife, and they had the, somebody what? wrote outdated. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, uh, tacky McMansion. What in the hell style do you call that? Well, somebody, <laughs> a number of people thought that. Uh, Dwayne would be good and would be enough of a design guru so much that they put him as number seven on this list. I mean, I want to meet him too, but I don't know, according to those, that I want him designing my house. Yeah. No. Um, so anyway, so I mean, it's clear to see that Chip and Joe are still at the top of people's lists, at the top of their game. Um, right. Still the tastemakers. The Property Brothers follow close behind, but then after that, there's a steep drop off. <laughs> Gordon mm-hmm. Ramsay's not Ty, too far behind. So. Ty Pennington, our favorite <laughs> from Extreme Home. Yeah, Extreme Ty Makeover who, is number three. Did you guys just see the article that Jesse Tyler Ferguson is going to be hosting the new uh, revival of Extreme Makeover? Yeah, I saw you put that in Slack. Poor yeah. Ty. Poor. Let's check out Ty Pennington's Twitter. Do we need to do a wellness check on Ty Pennington? <laughs> Because I think he's he was really some, counting on that, right? I don't know. He's, uh, he's obviously on some people's mind if he finished third in this survey, but... I'm Ty Pennington. Now, you've probably seen me here building new homes for families that really need it. The thing is, it's an amazing job. I can't imagine me doing anything else. He was thirsty for it when we last checked in on him. Yes, when we last checked in on him, we looked at his Twitter and people were like, Ty, they're rebooting it. Oh my God. And he's like, if they offered it to me, I would love to have it. Well, he's still got that he would be small more business like, If they offered show. it to me, I would love to have it. <laughs> oh my God. Is that your Ty Pennington impression? That's my Ty Pennington voice. <laughs> wow. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> huh. Yeah, he's still got his Main Street small business revolution thing. Um, okay. I mean, he, I think he's doing fine, to be honest. Anyway, let's... let's. If you want to read more about this story, go to realtor.com slash news and you will find it there. So last year, there was a house. (laughs) Last year, there was a house. It was a house in Detroit, and it basically broke the internet. Or it melted down the Realtor.com servers, at least. (laughs) It it ended up on our most popular homes of the week, which is a weekly look that we take at 
what are the most clicked homes on Realtor.com? And this Detroit home wound up as number one and then stayed on our list for, I'd say, a couple months at least, just you know, hanging around our top ten. And it was all because of the interiors of this home. It's not really – I mean, it's sort of a time capsule, and I know we've celebrated time capsules in the past. But this has an element of time capsule and also an element of an art project. It has uh, crocheted ceilings. It has very distinctive wallpaper. It has statuary throughout. There's mirrors everywhere. When the house debuted last March, April, it generated a ton of publicity. It's one of those houses where – you would send it to your friends. You would, you would say, holy moly, holy crap, holy <laughs> S, hit. <laughs> I, you have to see this house. And so the, it was one of those kind of viral you know, sensations. You, people were sending it to each other. So we, we saw, of course, the spike in page views. And it was on the market last year for around... 550. And now, a year later, uh, the publicity has died down. The house is still on the market, and now it's on the market for $375,000. That's a pretty significant drop. Yeah. Do you think it just hasn't sold because it's just too out there? Out there. Well, yeah, it's a little bit of that. We talked to the listing agent. We went back to him and said, you know, hey, what's the deal with this place? You know, it was so popular last year. Everybody was kind of talking about it, and it still hasn't sold. And he told us, for one, the publicity didn't really equate to any showings. Did the real estate agent have anything to say about why? Or Yeah, well, I mean, he said, it, for one, it was priced a little high for the market. We, we spoke, the like I said, the local agent told us houses in the area range between $150,000 and $200,000 if they've been fully redone and this house again is still 375 so it's over the market i mean because and i can see this and i understand the sentiment the owner is very attached to his stuff and he's placed a value in his head on all you know this this house that he's created these cars this very distinctive look he's placed a value in his head and once you get that value in your head it's very hard to come off that value and you're not going to go sell it you know for for what the market may bear it'd be so sad if somebody moved in and then just tore it all out yeah well i think that's what you have to do yeah and they looked into also selling off the uh you know, just the stuff inside the house, like the cars, the, you know, the tchotchkes, the statuary, all the various pieces of art. But uh, nothing really ever came of that either. So, hmm. and it's going to take a very distinctive buyer. It's going to take a buyer that says, I want to live in a home that's kind of a, a work of art. It's not something that's necessarily beautiful or drop dead gorgeous, but it's it's got a definite artistic look to it. Did you already talk about why he's selling? Well, we talked about that in our story last year. I think it was just that he was done. Uh, <laughs> you know, just he, done. He had he had done everything. <laughs> had enough. He, he had done everything he wanted to do, and um, now my watch is ended. Yeah, he was looking just to downsize again. It, it's a house that has to be seen to be believed. The pictures kind of tell the story. Yeah, you have to check this out. It's on realtor.com slash news right now. It's yeah, it's and I mean crazy. the the kitchen is the kitchen looks as if it's kind of stepped out of the seventies. It's got like golden and you know I know it looks like my parents' kitchen wood paneling <laughs> and the side by side ovens. 
uh, yeah, it's it's a one of a kind house. It's going to take a really unique buyer. And so we went back and looked and see why hasn't this place sold? And it just turns out it's mostly due to price. I think. Yeah. Well, bless. Yeah. Hopefully, Look- he finds somebody to to take it over soon. All right, it is time for winners and losers. This is our segment at the end of each episode where we talk about celebrities and those who made a great real estate deal and those who may have lost some cash, made a bad decision, um, are just in a hole. And- bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, bad decisions in the hole. That, that kind of sums up our loser of the week. Our loser, um, Eric. Yes. Does he get a sad trombone? Yeah, he sound the sad trombone for Paul Manafort. Um, the co- and the we're strictly talking con- about the real estate loser reasons because we don't want to get in trouble. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, he's a he is a loser in life. He's in jail. <laughs> 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 he did, you know, everything sucks. <laughs> set set aside your political proven, beliefs. Proven in the court of law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the guy is in jail. He is a loser. Things aren't going very <laughs> no. well. No. <laughs> Things I mean, are not going well for line. Paul Manafort. The, Why are things not going well for Paul Manafort and his real estate holdings? Well, Paul Manafort uh, made a plea deal with the U.S. government. And, <laughs> you know, you want to mansplain it to me? Yeah, no, I don't want to. Manafort explain it to me? Yeah, no. <laughs> he um, made a deal with the government and pled guilty to one count of conspiracy against the United States and one count of conspiracy to obstruct justice yeah. by wit. By witness tampering. You need to change your to your tone. What? What's wrong with my tone? I, I can't you breathe. You're cheerful about that. I can't You're breathe. saying it like he was announced as like the leader of the gay pride parade or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he He yeah, was just he, awarded the Pulitzer Prize. Okay. All right. So you want me to tone it down a notch? Paul Manafort is our loser of the week. Sound the sad trombone for the convicted Paul Manafort. He uh, pled guilty to one count of conspiracy against the U.S. and one count of conspiracy to obstruct justice by witness tampering. And uh, the plea deal he struck with the government, he forfeited five of his properties. He owned five places. Luxury properties. Luxury places. Today or yesterday, about 24 hours ago, his unit in the Trump Tower in Manhattan went on the market for $3.6 million, now owned by the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. It's a one-bedroom affair. So could we say that the U.S. government will be our winner if this sells? <laughs> if, they, if the U.S. government's managed to get their asking price, we'll all be winners. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, the place was purchased by Manafort in 2006 for 3.675. So the government's not looking to turn a huge profit on the place. They're not like uh, doing a huge ROI, huge flip. Yeah. One bedroom, two and a half bath unit, 1,500 square feet. The other thing that we talked about, I don't know, we haven't talked about it on the pod, but I know there's been a lot of articles written about it, is that units in the Trump Tower building uh, the prices haven't really been holding up. Uh, people mm-hmm. see it as a less than desirable. I think Bloomberg did a story about it. Yeah. Many Just apartment sales in the building since 2016 have resulted in a loss for sellers, according to Bloomberg. And the other thing is that because President Trump spends a lot of time at the Trump Tower when he's in New York City, there is extra security around the whole building. It's all blockaded off. Mm-hmm. And so that's led to residents feeling not so great about where they're 
where they're living. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live in a building with <laughs> giant blockades and armed security and security. Yeah, armed guards. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, secret service prowling around mm-hmm. all, all all day and all night. Didn't so our that. loser of the week is Paul Manafort. If you want to be a winner, you could buy this place in the Trump Tower and help out the U.S. government. <laughs> be an American. Be an American. Spend spend money in America. Be best. American real estate great again. Yes. Uh, let's move on to winner. Um, okay. Our winner is Vernon Wells. <laughs> who is some sort of all-star. <laughs> Sports ball. So he's an MLB all-star. Yeah, I played for a number of teams. He played the outfield. He uh, had signed a huge contract from what I remember at one point. And uh, it was towards the latter half of his career that he signed this contract and it became kind of an albatross so he kind of moved from team to team Mm. Uh, that huge contract afforded him the ability though to have a huge mansion in texas that he had custom built it's in westlake texas and it is i believe i want to say twelve thousand, no sixteen thousand square feet and it was custom built in 2010 Kind of during his heyday, uh, during his career, it's a bit of a McMansion itself. It's a bit, it's a bit of a McMansion, a bit of a Mediterranean he, McMansion. Yeah, he had it built uh, for and designed for entertaining, and he hosted the team. You know, uh, when he was on the Angels, he hosted you know his fellow teammates, and mm-hmm. it's it's a place that's like designed for entertaining. He put it on the market in twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen for ten million dollars, and. It recently had a price cut for $8.5 million, and you may be saying, why did we pick him as a winner? Uh, he just sold it. It sold to none other than... Rex Tillerson. Yes, former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson is has bought this mansion, and uh, I'm wondering if he's going to take any cuts in the private batting cage. Is he a, is, is he a, a baseball aficionado? <laughs> I don't know. He's about 100 years old. Can, I'd, I'd like to see him out there. So I just I just love the idea of him out there trying to swing a bat. What is Rex Tillerson going to do in this house? I, I don't know. It's a lot of space. It, it, I mean, it, it, is, it is designed for entertaining. So if he is going to host like VIPs and yeah. people are coming mm-hmm. in to see him. I mean, he also is the former CEO of Exxon. So he has connections all, all over. over the world. All over the world, so it's a place where he could throw big fundraisers. It's a place where he could host dignitaries. It's a huge mansion. It's Texas sized in Texas, and we're calling Vernon Wells and Rex Tillerson our winners of the week. Yes, we are. Okay, that's going to do it for us here on House Party. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to read any of the stories that we talked about today, you can go to realtor.com news. You can email us at podcast at realtor.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at House Party Pod. And please follow us on Facebook. Find our group. Um, just search for House Party Pod and... You can join the group and chat with us. We're throwing in all different articles that we write, also stuff that we read on the internet that we find particularly interesting and hilarious. Um, We'd love to hear your opinions. And finally, please subscribe to House Party wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to give us a five-star rating and review, which will help people discover us. Absolutely. That's it for this week. We will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.